All my friends are toxic. 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 Toxic, 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 toxicity! What's going on, guys? Happy Monday! You guys are tuning into the Watch Podcast with your host, owner operator, Eric Huggins. Nice one patrol. We are the light in the dark. John one verse five. And today, right up to 12, toxicity in the industry. What's going on, guys? Happy Monday. You guys are tuning into the Watch Podcast. And today we're on episode 12. Surprisingly. Just kidding. Uh, we're on episode 12. Uh, we are talking about toxicity in the industry. Now, it could be toxicity from your employer, it be toxicity from your employees, and it could just be our our toxic ways, our behaviors of hiring people where we start losing accounts, we start losing business because we're not. We're not checking our folks. Jeez. Tune in, guys. Dang it. Forgive me. Anyway, we're today. We're on episode twelve of toxicity in the industry, and uh, and what it what is what does it represent for your business? Is it good? Is it bad? Obviously, toxicity is not good. So let's before before I get you guys all wild up and start it off, we gotta go. We gotta de- take a deep dive in what the what the definition of toxicity is. Toxicity is containing or contaminated with a substance capable of injuring or killing a living thing. You know, venomous, harmful, infectious. I mean, just contagious, hurtful, deadly, murderous, unwholesome, unhealthy, unhelpful, painful, <laughs> injurious. Like I mean, we can go on, we can go on synonyms all day long on on toxicity. And how does it? How does it represent your business? Now, toxicity. And security, or any 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 other business entity, is a, is below investment grade. If you have toxicity in your business, you have toxicity in your you have you've hired uh, toxic employees. You're you are hiring a you're 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 giving your business to someone below investment grades. They're not getting what they paid for. They're getting they're getting the opposite of what they paid for. 
Toxicity in the industry is the biggest enemy of security when it comes to the security teams themselves. You know, when it comes to safety, when it comes to when we're thinking about if if we're if we're doing a you know if we're working an assignment together and they need four guards to uh, let's say let's say clear out a vacant building, and we have two toxic guards on there that that just don't get along, and they hate each other. And and uh, the owner didn't recognize that they didn't get along, and the owner just thought it would be a great way to just to help you know, oh, guys, go take a walk in the park, and you guys get you guys figure your yourselves out, and you guys will be able to get along afterwards. Wrong. You know, it, it it's it it takes it takes a lot when it comes to dealing with if you have two toxic employees, and and you're the owner, and you have you've identified. Two individuals that just don't like each other. Do we just sit there and just say, "All right, well, we'll just, we'll just, you know, uh, you know, sugarcoat the problem. We're not going to address it. We're just going to schedule them on different, you know, uh, you know, we're going to schedule them. We're going to schedule this guy here, schedule that, that guy here, and it, the problem never gets solved. You know, so there's always an elephant in the room, right? So now, if you think about it, now you have there's nobody there to to uh to conflict to mediate to 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 be a conf- to be a I guess a conflict mediator to mediate the conflict to sit there, to sit there both you know both those individuals in one room and say you know what what you guys malfunction you know it can be one of the simplest things I just didn't like I didn't like the way uh, he talked to me on the radio I didn't like the radio calls okay then guess what we can attack that we can say you know what guys guess what be a little bit more courteous when you guys are on the radios don't be rude because now now you're embarrassing you're embarrassing one person and in front of you know in a radio radio traffic full of a bunch of other guards so keys um and you know we have to we had you know when you guys when you guys enter these toxic and work environments you guys you know we have to kill ourselves for those self-inflicted wounds um, and how do we do that? In spite, it's by changing our hiring practices. You know, um, we need to we need to make sure that we're, we're what type of culture are are we are we going to drive for our business? Are we just hiring just random guards just to say all right, just sit around there and not not ever give them a fair interview, not ever sit there and talk to them and see what their you know what their home life is like to see you know uh, you know how how do they how do they operate in in high stressful situations and when they don't know and you just hire anybody just because they have a you know state licensed guard card you hire them you don't know what you're getting. You know, you're, 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 you're literally, it's self-infliction. You're shooting yourself in the foot when you hire guards that you've never met before, just because you're trying to fill an account. Oh, I got to get this account to fill. Oh yeah, hire this guy. But you have no idea what this guy's background is. Yes, because he has a guard card. Cool. But what kind of person is he behind closed doors? Can you trust this person to, to watch over a multi-billion, multi-million dollar uh, business establishment and you've never really even sat down and talked to the guy or girl and then after that you realize why you lost an account because you hired someone toxic and they just don't one they don't show up to work two they're late and then half the time they show up to work they're they're inebriated intoxicated or or they're are they're on the phone the whole time arguing with their girlfriend <sighs> jeez and I'll, I'll let me touch back on this guys so when you guys if you guys own a business 
It's always in your guys' best interest to prevent some of this toxicity. And how do you prevent it? You prevent it by actually bringing somebody into an office and actually conducting an interview to get to know the person. Get to get to get to know their character. Get to know how you know. Hey, what what kind of person? What do you like to do when you when you're at home? Oh, nothing. You know, me and my girl. We you know we're we're kind of going back and forth right now. We, you know, I moved out last week, but I I just but I moved back in again, so we're kind of good right now. Okay, we we've now now we've already identified a red flag, and now we now we've said okay, well shoot, do we want to bring this person on because now we may have we may have more issues with this person in the long run. Because now, now you're running into an employee that has that has problems at home. Yes, it's it's not it's not our job. We're not counselors. We're not we're not sit here to change people's lives. But do you want to bring somebody on with already toxic behaviors? Where they've already they're in a toxic relationship. They're in a they are they came from a toxic uh, workplace. You talk to them. Are you even interviewed them and said, "Hey, what was your workplace like?" Oh man, it's everybody, everybody's messing and fighting, you know, and they're sleeping around with each other. Okay, what about this other company? Oh, you say, you know, the same thing, you know, gossiping about each other and, and sleeping with each other. Okay, and now I'm starting to think that there's a that there now when you think about it, there's a trend. Is them is it the employers or is it the employee? And now we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to, you know. Use our discernment and our best discretion whether it's it's a good fit for us to hire this person, and we can't get in the habit of just hiring someone because we need them. Because at the, at the end of the day, it's what are people going to say about you afterwards? After the, after this this employee's long gone, five months later, they're still talking about you. Oh yeah, this company's terrible. Yeah, the guy the guy was over there, you know, doing this is X Y and Z. But that was that same guard that you already kind of felt a little bit. Uh, I don't know if this guy's if this guy's worth hiring me because he's already having a lot of problems at home. Unstable. Are the people that you're hiring are they are they stable? Do they ha- if they have children do they have a babysitter? If they have, if they're broken up with their you know with their you know their spouse or their wife or their husband, how is the relationship? And now it's not it's not our business to sit there and di- di- to dissect their life and their living situation. But you guys need to take that in consideration when hiring on your employees. And the same thing goes for employees looking for an employer. What are the people saying about the employer? Are they saying we don't get paid on time? Are they saying, oh, uh, he plays, you know, he plays favoritism? Are they saying, oh, uh, he doesn't know what he's doing? Do they say, oh, he, you know, we, I haven't been paid in, in, in two weeks because we're supposed to get paid every two weeks, but I haven't gotten paycheck for the last month. Do you want to work for an employee that doesn't pay you? Because what does that create? Hostile employees, a hostile work environment, and it's even worse when they don't answer the phone. So now you got your employee not picking up, and and then they, they come to you. Oh, they come to you a week later and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, uh, something was going on with our phone. I wasn't able to get back. I wasn't able. I wasn't able to get a hold of you. But I want you to know your check's on the way. Sure, good for you." Just a way to just a way to hush some of these people up because they keep calling you. <laughs> and I know a couple of security companies like that. Um, so when you guys are hiring, um, you know, back to hiring, our, you know, our hiring practices, are you guys hiring people with experience? 
Are you guys hiring people with intellect? They're motivated. They got culture. They, you know, they, 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 you know, they have this this culture about them that they can bring. They can better your 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 brand. Just because someone has a lot of experience doesn't mean anything. That's great. Oh, you worked nine years of security. Awesome. What are your employers saying about you? Are we doing that? I I I I hope we are. And then we have to we and then to to in order to 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 keep a a a contained uh team, we have to develop our team and we have to retain talent. Because if we just, you know, we we you got these revolving door guards that keep coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. You know, that, what does that say about your business? Okay, well, now you guys can't keep people. What does it say about you guys? You know? And um, uh, leadership. You know, what, what, what's, what's another step? To, if, you, if you don't, you're going to be, you're going to land in a toxic environment if you have poor leadership skills. It doesn't matter if you're a supervisor, whether you're the owner, you're the manager. It doesn't matter. You're going to develop toxic people in your brand with poor leadership. You got to keep, and you guys got to commit yourself to the care and the success and the success for those around you, because those are the ones that are going to keep you level. You have to, you have to put some time and you have to put some effort and you got to be a leader when you, when you, when you're hiring these people, you got, you got to sit there and you, and you got to, I mean, sometimes you got to walk, you got to hold their hand for, for a week or two. And that is that does it not only does it does it develop a great security officer, a great employee, it develops it develops a relationship that you have. Now they're looking at you like, wow, this person actually really cares about my success and they care about my well-being. I may want to do a better job. I may want to just turn off my phone for a few hours. I may want to stop arguing with my girlfriend all night. I may want to just really focus on this on this on this job, and I want to focus on this on the security company that hired me. And as an and if you're a, you know, when you guys are when you when you guys are conducting interviews, um, you guys can't be that employer that just says, "Can you work?" And and you're not because you have to develop interest in the people that you hire. You can't just say you just can't just call them one day out of nowhere and say, hey, got your application. Hey, you want to work? Hey, uh, you want to work? Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. OK. Well, now, what kind of person you can develop that from there? You're going to develop just in, any Joe Slamo. And then obviously, if you didn't communicate to them about the job. Now you're, you've already you've already lost them, and now they're going to treat your company or your brand. They're going to treat you guys less than because you guys didn't take that initial interest into them. They're like, if you, well, they take interest in me, I'm not going to take interest on the job. I'm just going to get paid and do the most on post and pass the duchy to the left hand side and play Call of Duty all day. <sighs> so years ago, I worked for this comp, this security company, it was TransWest Security. And TransWest Security uh, was pretty much, they had a reputation of, well, if you want to get your guard card, go through them. <laughs> so they had guard card classes. And so I figured that it would be, it would be kind of like a, 
I guess a win-win if I did take my guard card training and I got hired on at the same time. Right. And so they're like, you know, oh yeah, we have a job, you know, so I, I do my guard card training class and they say, oh, after you take your class, you're ready to go to work. I'm like, what? All right, cool. I'm ready. And so, and I, and I was at this point, I was in my life where I was like, I was really interested about security. I really liked, I really liked doing security. I, I, I always wanted to do security. And I was like, it's like 19. And <clears throat> so I finally had the opportunity. So I worked for this company, TransWest. And after I did my guard car training, they said, Hey, you know, we got a job for you. You know, I mean, I didn't go through an interview or anything. Um, they just pretty much just sent me out to the wolves. And they say, we got a job for you. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to send you over here. We're going to send you over here on 19th on I street for Thursday and Friday. And you make the, you know, they just basically say, Hey, just kick out people, make sure people from the bars aren't going and parking in the parking in the parking lot. I was like, ah, okay, that's, that's easy. And so I thought that was going to be my permanent job. Well, no, it wasn't two days later. said, Hey, I need you to go to the cotton factory. I said, that sounds racist. And they're like, no, cotton factory is a cotton factory. You just need somebody to be on site there. So I had to go work in the cotton factory for two days, uh, late at night. And then, so I'm like, all right, okay, well then I guess they're going to put me here now. And then the next, the next three days they say, oh, we need you to work at, you know, we need you to work at this, uh, uh, vegetation uh, facility for 12 hours. Oh, oh shoot. 12 hours. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just, I just, the mic schedules kept changing. Like I was never, it was, I was like, an, I was like a revolve. I was, I guess I come to find out it's, I was a flex officer, a flex officer that covers days off that really, they just use them for you. They just use them to fill an account. That's what a flex officer is. Ally does it. Transwest does it. I think Eminem, uh, there's a lot, a lot of the bigger security companies that got a lot of people. They use them. They use, they have this position called flex officer. And I don't, they don't tell you this originally. They just say, Hey, you want a job? And they're like, yeah. And you're thinking you're going to, you're, you're thinking you're going to, you're going to get 40 hours a week and you don't get 40 hours a week. You get like 30 hours a week. And then, and after that, now everyone's on, everyone's on days on. Then you only get six, uh, you only get 10 hours that week. And then you, then you get to a point where you, you don't even work the whole week. Cause everyone decided to go to work that week. Now, if you, if you operate a business like that, do the employees that you hire, do they know about it? I didn't know about it. So obviously what did I feel like? I felt like this is crap. And I got my first paycheck and I was even more mad. Because I didn't know that different accounts paid differently. One account paid six fifty. The other account paid eight dollars. The other account paid five fifty. I said, "There's no consistency here." So, what did it, for, as an as me as an employee? How did I feel towards that employer? I felt like I just I felt like I was just a body, you know, and I wanted to be more than just a body. I mean, the fact that they sent me home because I wore some BDUs and the fact that they told me I couldn't wear a duty belt then and then and then now I'm at a point where now where I'm not motivated to work there anymore. And then when I do. So when I got when I started to when I realized the position I was in, I started to treat my job differently. I started I didn't put enough effort. I didn't put enough effort into into my into my job. I think I even slept a few times. I was like, forget this. After I got my paycheck and after I saw that I was a flex officer and they had me, I was at, I was like at six different pay rates for six different sites and no one told me any of this. I just found out on my own and, and, and then no one navigated to me. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 18. I'm like 18, 19 year old kid. It would have been nice for an employer to take a little bit more interest 
in in my in my job because I wanted something more out of it. You know, but obviously they just need the body. So they got a body. And I was a body for I uh, maybe maybe about three months and I said, you know what? I, I they're I'm I'm I, they keep just rotating me around different places. I'm I'm sick of it. And I my my paycheck for like four hundred bucks a week. So I I said I'm out. So forget that. So when you guys, if you guys own a company, manager, whatever, it's important to just be communicative with the people that you're hiring. Don't just sit there, leave them out in the dark. Don't just say, all right, hey, get over there. Don't, don't, do, do not, not check on them when they're on shift. Always check on your guys. Because they don't tell you. They, I didn't know I was, I was a freaking floater for, for three months. You know? And you got employees and you got employers that are, are on a power trip. You hire you 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 hire an officer, and and he just he just he he, he seems like you've already identified that he seems a little aggressive. He seems like a little like he he's already ready to go out there and go do some damage, and you you skip it because you just need to hire somebody to cover a site. And what happens with this guard that does has very little experience in dealing with people, very experienced dealing with the public. Very, and then and they, the fact that they they've been watching cots for you know for the, all these years, and now all of a sudden they ha- they have a sense they're in a they're in a position of authority. Now they have this now they develop this this power trip mentality, and now they're acting and now they act impulsive. So now you hire three guys like that, three or four different people that have power trips and and have that sense of entitlement. What does it do for your business? Now you now you guys now you got. Now you're going to be called the, the the aggressive security company. Oh, those guys are aggressive. They don't know how to talk to people. They just pretty much just point point tasers at us, pepper spray us, and tell us to leave without any explanation. Not that we have to give them an explanation, but sometimes they say, "Hey, sorry, man, can't have. I mean, you're not allowed to hang out on property. You're loitering." And Unfortunately, if you're not conducting any business here, you gotta go. But these guys take it a step further. They see a guy, a homeless guy sitting there, homeless lady, and they just they grab them by the wrist and they just drag them off property and said, "Private property." And what does it do for your business? Just just wait and see when you catch a live streamer recording you doing that. Oh, everybody's gonna see it. <laughs> These people with power trips, they don't represent your guys' company, guys. They only represent themselves. Now, do you want a guy, you want a team player, or you want a I'm by myself player? An individual. You cannot, obviously, we can't, you know, you can't run, you can't run a football team if you don't have, if you don't have 11 on the field. You don't got 11 on the field, you don't got a team. Can't play. You got one less, you got one, you got one more, you get busted. You got one less, you can't play. So it's good to find people that actually give a damn about themselves and even give a damn about other people. You guys got to find those people that, that, that are, that are, that are selfless, not selfish. People that are selfish are going to create a very, very hostile and a very, very toxic environment. Because you get them to do something, they're not. They're not. They're not doing it in the best interest of. They're doing the best interest of themselves. And, you, you, and if, if you sit there, you go down. You go down your list. How many guards do you guys have like that? That are just too about themselves. 
Oh, no, I don't want to work here. Uh, no, I'm good. No, it, it's dirty over there. Uh, uh, man, honestly, I'm tired of homeless people over there, man. I, I just I just want to work a place where I can just sit in the car and not have any interaction with the public. Okay, but I need you to show up to work. Uh, I can't. Sorry, I won't be able to make it, man. Sorry, buddy. No one need no one needs individuals like that, you know. And another another way of of creating a a toxic environment is unempathetic people. So now we're now we're we're running in we're running into a society where now we're dealing with more homeless people that we can that we can handle. And now and that's why everybody is going with security these days. So like, cops don't want to deal with them. No sure. Nobody wants to deal with all those people. The owner, the business owners are scared, and their and their clients, they then they then they're losing money because their clients don't want to go there because they feel uh they feel scared you know because there's a homeless person sitting in front or they don't want to have that initial interaction when the homeless person saying hey can I borrow a dollar because then you have to have that you have you have to go and say no and then pray to God they don't sit there and wig out on you because you said no, she's <laughs> crazy, and. It's so if you have un, unempathetic guards, they're going to, you know, and they're going to be, they're not going to be able to handle people effectively, emotionally. You know, we're not counselors, right? We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not counselors. We're not there. To, we're not there to make everyone's day feel better because someone, one, uh, at least, at least I pissed maybe three or four people off at least, at least once a week. So I can't make everybody happy, but I could be empathetic to their their situations. So a problem is with security is that they develop this, you know, they have this sense of entitlement where they have now you got the guys on the power trip. Now they now they treat the homeless people as targets, target practice. You know, they just grab and throw my property. Get all out of here. Hey guys, guess what? I just showed I just learned this wrist lock, this wrist lock off YouTube. I'm gonna use it on this homeless guy and see if it works. Well, obviously, their malnourished courts is going to work. Any any sort of a pleasure that you apply is going to be is going to be hurtful. <laughs> and we because we live it it's, we it's we live in this really crazy in, environment. We live in this rough world where sometimes your your presence there and you're able you're, and you and you being able to sit there and sit there and talk to somebody say excuse me, sir, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your situation, but I cannot have you sleep on this property. You know, and they can, they, and whatever, if they they can call you, cuss you out, call you, this is F, Y, and Z. But at least you said, you know what? You put yourself, you put yourself in a situation in their, in their, in their shoes. And you said, you know what? I'm not going to drag the guy off property. I'm not going to scream at him. I'm not going to yell at him, but I am going to cursely ask him to leave. Now, if you don't have a security team to do that, or you guys don't teach your team to be empathetic or you'd have if you interviewed people and you realized they had they showed signs of being unempathetic, then it's time for you guys to make a change in what in what you in what how you guys are how are you going to allow this to you know how are you guys going to drive your business? Because empathy goes a long way, and if you can't get if you can't get security that are empathetic to to be able to handle some of these sensitive groups. Then you're going to run. You're going. Then you're going to lose, and you're going to lose an industry out there because they're going to call you guys. They're going to call you guys jerks. Want to be cops? Not that all cops are unempathetic, but a lot of them are. 
And toxic environments, guys, lead to mental trauma. You know, when you work these toxic environments, then you start doubting your you start down your down your capabilities. You know, you feel like you like you lost yourself. You know, you, sometimes you even fear for your days. You feel like go you fear fear for going to work. You know, you're, you're like, gosh, dang it. This. You look at your schedule. Oh, man. Oh. You know, you fear for your nights. Even even if, you know, if you guys work, if you guys work in a toxic environment, you guys are a dispatcher. Just even answering, even the sound of an answering phone is going to is going to re invoke in, in some tra- some sort tra- of traumatic experience that you've had with a coworker. Maybe 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 when you dispatch one of the, one of the officers out there, they sat there and they became verbally aggressive with you. So now they did that for a whole week, and then you realize that everybody's being ag- verbally aggressive with you, and then now you get now you get afraid to answer the phone because you're like, gosh, dang it, who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna cuss me out today? You know, and and it's up to the employer to be able to to see these things. That's where that's where empathy comes in. Are you empathetic enough to say to go to what to even your own people and say, hey, man, I noticed that you got some stuff going on, brother. Is everything okay at home? Is there anything I can do to assist your situation? Do you need to go to a different account? Sometimes, my friends, sometimes we send the wrong people to accounts because we need the body but maybe this maybe this officer had a traumatic experience working this account that they weren't used to working they weren't used to working and dealing with so many people did we find a home for this person to work in where they're not dealing with so much traffic foot traffic maybe could maybe get bad anxiety i don't know we do are we putting people in the places that they should be in now we're not psychologists we're we're not we're not we don't have we don't major in in all this stuff but it's easy to tell i can tell i can tell an employee man they don't really seem really good with people maybe i i should probably you know uh i should work with them but allow them to get the experience and have them work on this site for a little while and then still work with them and so that way they can be able to develop that character where they're able to go there and make approach and make an approach to somebody so they don't feel they don't feel uh less than you know are you guys doing with you guys people are you guys going out there are you guys just letting your letting your people fail then your turnover rate happens. Then you, then, then people are like, oh, look at this this company. They don't care about you. And now it's now everyone now everyone thinks that's how you that's that's the kind of company you work for. Yeah, I'm not working for that toxic company. Yeah, it's important, guys. Um, you know, we got we also understand too, guys. You know, working in these toxic environments, like. Emotions that arise from working in a toxic environment seep into every aspect of your life. You know, uh, and I just caution people, if you are working for uh, for a toxic company or you work for a toxic individual, I suggest you guys get out. <laughs> I don't think no job is ever worth keeping for that type of environment. Like I'm not going to, I I I refuse to allow myself to go to a toxic work environment that it now is starting to seep in my everyday life. If you guys are working for a company where now 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 when you guys when you guys are getting off shift or you guys are on your days off, now you guys are like, geez, man. And now you're now you're treating people differently. Now you're now you're acting different to your family. Now you're now you're you're uh you're you're being 
You know, now every every homeless person now you see now now you're now you're treating them like you're treating them bad. You're treating your you, you treat every your parents bad. You treat everybody's is is gonna get a whiff of of your emotion because you are working in a toxic environment and you allowed it to sit and seep inside you, and you did nothing to, you did nothing to make it change. Now, if you if you if you guys work for a company where you guys cannot sit, you guys cannot sit your boss down and say, you know what, man, some of these practices that you're that you're that you're you know that you're picking up, it's not good. Can you guys go up to your boss and say, you know what, man, boss, I noticed that so many things here, and I noticed that you do this, or I noticed that this happens, and you haven't addressed it, and I just want to let you know that I just I'm just I've noticed it. Can you guys work at a job where you guys can talk to your employer or talk to your boss or talk to your supervisor and say, you know what? I just really, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be a complainer. I'm not trying to be a Karen. I'm not trying to be Kyle, whatever. But I wanted to address a couple of things without, without the employer or the manager going and gossiping about it. That's another big thing. Gossiping. We 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 you know we we all gossip right? We all talk about hey, you guys hear what happened to so and so, you know. And sometimes security comp- companies gossip among each other and talk about other security companies. So what happens now? You guys are creating a bad relationship with with other with other with other security teams because you guys are sitting there busy talking about other security companies and now you're telling your now you tell your employees you know oh yeah that security company yeah they're crap man you do no they they, they don't and they start making up they start making up excuses they start making up lies about them and doing this and then they then they get then they get the employee to hate that security company so every time that employee passes by or that we have you know they happen to to cross paths that employee's gonna be like look at this piece of work now what does that do for our industry because at the end of the day we should all be helping ourselves out we should be helping one another. We can't help one another when you got that one security company that runs over there and says, yeah, yeah, that's not a good security company to work for, man. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. You don't want to work for them. You know, I talk about security companies and I don't care. But I'm not talking about security companies because they're doing their job. I'm talking about security companies because they're not doing their job. Because they are toxic for the industry. They're untoxic for our for our livelihood. Do we need those security companies out there? And do those and do some of those toxic security companies do they need to change their practices? Do they need to change their their culture? Yes. Yes. Heck yeah. If you have to sit, if you sit over there and pull up another security company and you sit there and 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 then you you uh you take pictures of them or you or you say hey you, you, this is a private property you need to get out the property then there's there's a problem with that security company and and I and then I look at that security company it's like that's a really toxic security company now you guys are fighting over properties that someone just happened to drive over you know matter of fact there's a security company I was sitting in on one of my properties and I said. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Appreciate you being here, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, no worries. And I sat there and talked to him for a minute. And after that, I said, hey, man, you have a safe night. He was eating, he was eating lunch. I, I mean, met, met another security officer that was that was uh, that was getting his uh, that was, you know, doing finishing his report. Am I going to go? Am I going to go drive off on a pro- speed onto a property? Say, hey, get off my property. 
is that the type of is that the type of toxic behavior that I want to exhibit to uh, as a, as an owner, as a manager, as a supervisor, exhibit to to just an employee that's just trying to enjoy their lunch? Now that employee may be a really good employee, and they they may they may not they may want to restrict themselves from ever working with you because that's that's just how you that's how they that's what their initial approach that they got from you was. You the way the way you initially approached them, they just it turns them off. This I'll, I'll never I'll never work for this company. And if you work in a very small demographic, well, word gets around. Now everybody thinks you. Everyone thinks you're that security company that that like that's like Stan from uh from uh, Hey Arnold, the, the stoop kid. You know, like yeah, my stoop. Ah, the second they get on the stoop, like, yeah, my stoop. And it creates it creates a it creates an image of that person, right? Like remember, I get if you guys ever if, if you guys are old enough, but Hey Arnold is a stoop kid. And the stoop kid was always on the stoop. He was afraid to get off the stoop. But he was super aggressive and he's super violent and all the kids were got afraid of him. But they when they found out that he could not get off the stoop because he had some sort of phobia, they went in there and they egged it on. Now, how does that happen? How does that affect with your business? You you got a you got a stoop kid in your in your in your uh, company? Are there stoop kids security companies that sit there, get off my lawn? And then you sit there and you get a little closer and you realize they can't go any further. <laughs> yeah. Those are the people. Um, uh, bullying. How many work environments have you been to where just where bullying was just prevalent thing? I've talked to, I've had people from different security companies call me and say they are getting bullied at work. Not that I can, not that I'm supposed to care. But I said, wow. He's like, yeah, they bully me. They, they send me, you know, they harass me. And, you know, this is not. And, and obviously, you know, people people want to keep their jobs. They don't want to they don't want to sit there and they don't want to throw you under the bus to the state. And and so they just they just sit there and they deal with it. You know, and if you look at all these mass shootings, some of it's some of those work environments are just like some of the work environments that we're working in today. Not that it gives anybody an excuse to go and off somebody, but. Look at how they were treated, and they couldn't go to anybody. You know, they're like, like I try to talk to them, but they're all friends. I, I noticed that my boss is friends with all the other employees, but they don't like me. And my boss never talks to me. And my boss gives me all the worst accounts. Or my boss sends me, sends me to to Egypt to go sit in front, sit in a dirt yard, and just stay there for eight hours a night, just so he didn't see my face. I've, I'm sure we've all been there before, and if you haven't, then. You must be just, you must be just a lucky boy. Um, yeah, sexual harassment's big. Um, you know, if if uh, if you guys have, if you guys are experiencing sexual harassment within your guys' industry, with your business, that is very, that's going to be very toxic. If you have two employees that are hooking up with each other, that's going to create a hostile, hostile work environment. Here's another, here's another case study. This is this is actually for me. I had two employees that I had working with. We had one account that we had just started. And so I wanted every patrol officer to go over there and check up on the guard to make sure that everything is good. And if they need if they need any assistance, they can go over there and they can offer assistance to the to the standing guard that's on that site. Well, one standing guard got a little too comfortable with the patrol officer. The patrol officer started hanging out there more. And I and that's where I did. And that's as owners. And that's where I messed up at. I wasn't paying attention to the time that that this employee spent there. I didn't realize she was there for 45 minutes on my time. I didn't realize she was there for an hour and for an hour and 14 minutes. 
I didn't realize any of this. I, I just, I just had, I just said, you know what? I trust my employees. I trust them to make the right decision and, and to do their job. They're doing their reports. They're doing their, they're, they're, they're productive. Their reports are productive. So what, obviously we're, I'm, we're not, we're not, we're not going to pay too much attention, but I didn't pay attention at all. So what happened was these two employees were hooking up and one of the employees was married and the wife found out. So guess what that did to me? Now my employee quit. He couldn't come to work anymore. And he didn't ha- he had the worst excuse as to why. But he said he had COVID, but he didn't have COVID. He just didn't want to go to work anymore because his wife found out, saw the text messages, saw all this stuff, and the wife said you cannot go to work anymore. So guess what? What does it do for my business? Now I lost a now I lost a great guard. It was, he was okay. I lost a good guard. I lost a guard that I, I saw a, a bit of a future with. And then I ended up losing the other one after, uh, shortly after. She couldn't handle it anymore. Emotional, I guess. I don't know. So I lost two people because I didn't stop that. I didn't stop that relationship before it started. If I would have known that, if I would have noticed, if I would have paid more attention that 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 this on these days or these days or this day that this employee spends more time over here, then I would I, I could see that as okay we need we need to make we need to we need to fix that. And so because of that, I lost two employees because um, because of of, to- of toxicity. It it, sp- it spread. It don't. I mean, it spread to two people, but it spread. It spread to two to one to another, and then and it goes into this. It now it affects your family, and now everybody's gone. You know, so we got to make sure that, you know, we're not fraternizing with each other that and if, and if, and if, <laughs> if we do have a relationship that we keep it professional and we're not cheating. Uh, discriminatory, uh, discriminatory. We have, we, some people we discriminate, feel discriminated against. Now they feel discriminated by maybe some of the jokes that we make during brief and debrief. They feel like they get the they get jokes from uh from you know our online chat. They people are feeling discriminated against. You know, I know it's uh, or maybe or maybe um you know I've I've heard of I've heard of racist security company. Oh, they're racist because they have because they have one race over the other. Because they have a team of 10 and they're all white. Or they got a team of 12 and they all got two Hispanic and all white. In a very in a in a diverse community that we that we live in. Now, now who's to say? Are they racist? Probably not. That's just that's just the people that they that they've uh, acquired. But what does it look like to to the public? They're looking at you like us. Oh, why they're all white? Why are they all black? Why are they all Hispanic? And and and, it, and it's it's going to create it's going to create a uh, now people are going to start feeling like wow this this company I don't I don't know if I want to work for this company because they have because they don't they don't really they're not very diverse and you know and and I don't know man and then when you do get on with the company and you and you and you're just you know the token and now you start feeling left out because now you're in a different yeah now you're now you're working in a different group. And now you're, you feel like you're getting cheap. You're getting uh, discriminated against. Or they'll, they'll make jokes. You know, they'll, 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 you know, they'll, they'll say uh, some innuendos that you end up catching. And they didn't think you'd catch it, but you caught it. And now it's just like, 
now you're working now you work now you're working for this in a sense a hostile environment because now you feel like they're being racist towards you are they sending you to, are you noticed that they're sending you to the to undesirable accounts they're just sending you as a body to go sit out there in a dark field for eight hours 12 hours a night why everybody else is is enjoying disneyland not really Disneyland, but you know, but join desirable properties, you know, doing their checks, unlocks, locks, all that stuff. And then so now it, cre- it creates a mantra for the business where they're like that, yeah, yeah, that company's racist. And then and then when you have your client and you're thinking about your clients, now your clients notice that, wow, they got a lot of they don't have a lot of diversity. Maybe we name we we may not want to go with this security company because they don't seem very diverse. Who knows? I don't know. And question for you guys all is, do you work in a toxic environment? And how do you fix it? Do you just throw your hands up and just say, ah, done, toxic. You know, and sometimes it's hard to admit that you guys have a talk, that you work in a toxic environment. Are you, are you, are you have created some toxic behaviors with the business? Sometimes it's even sometimes it's even harder to see that there's signs, you know, but they're like a lot of these signs are a lot more common than you think. You know, a lot of the signs that I had that I had just kind of mentioned already, like there's 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 so many signs of of, of a toxic work environment. And if and if, if you own a security company or you're a manager or you're an operations manager, you any type of management or supervisor where you're watching over somebody, it is your guys' responsibility and it's your guys' duty to sit there and watch and see where where the culture is at. Is this is how is this is this is this how you started your company, and is this how you gonna are you gonna continue to allow this company to to run like this? Because if you allow your your company to continue to run like this, then then you're, then you're gonna create you're gonna create a toxic environment, and then one you're not you're gonna you're gonna run out of people to work with you because now they're talking about you. Now you got everybody on Yelp and Google saying, oh, they don't pay me, or all oh, this there this is a hostile work environment, or they're racist, anything like that. And you have somebody that's looking for a job and it happens and it happens to do a smart thing and actually does does a due diligence and actually checks and and does a like they they do their own check of the security company and they see all this now we're missing out now we're missing out on potential good guards because we've created we've created a an, a, a a toxic work environment we created a hostile work environment where people are taking notice to this and now people are talking about us now we created reputation in our community in an area that we work in that we're just we're just we're very toxic that we that we we mistreat we, we mistreat people we have lack of empathy we engage in we we engage in sexual harassment. We we are we discriminate people. We treat people differently. Is that the type of is that the type of culture you want to build for your brand? And if that's the type of culture, then by all means, go for it. But I can say one thing: working in a security environment, it's great to be in a diverse community, to have a diverse team. Then you're working with different groups that know how to different, deal with different people. And I've, I think I've talked about this on Instagram that you have people that, that it's. That that work better in certain groups other than other groups. So anyway, we'll, we'll say that for another podcast. Man, guys, I hope I touched on everything. And I, 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 you know, obviously when I, when we do these podcasts, I always feel like I'm missing, I'm always missing something or something that I, that I just, I didn't touch on. 
but and and obviously this a lot of this stuff is my opinions, guys. So you know, don't sit there and beat me up over that. That's not considered toxic. Well, do you each his own, okay? Do each his own. But I'm just talking to you because we work we in in security, nursing, police, uh, dispatch, uh, every those type of particular working uh, those workplaces have create very very toxic environments. It's been known. Everybody sleeps with each other. <laughs> um, and 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 some people bundle up in groups, and so that's a lot of that stuff creates a hostile environment. We're hostile work environment, and work in working with these 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 types of uh, uh, unique, uh, special, um, uh, work jobs in the industry. You know, when you're working for a specialty. Uh, I like to call them, you know, when you're serving people, sometimes you serve people just a little bit too much, or you sometimes you underserve people. So you guys figure out what you guys want to do. But guys, it's been real. Uh, I hope you guys like the podcast. Um, we're kind of out of time right now. <laughs> we have, we have, a, I have an event to work in today. Uh, so tired of events. But uh, it's been real. I hope the information that I threw out there was inform- inf- informative. I hope you guys got something out of it. And if you guys didn't, just send there and send me a message. Be like, oh, sucked. Boo. Two thumbs down. <laughs> but it's just it's my it's my own it's my own uh, intuition. It's my thing, and it's, it's my ex- own experience. And I'm sharing some of my experience with. And some of you, some of you guys may feel like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I've experienced that. Okay, are you guys you guys own security company, and you guys are experiencing some of these behaviors? And and you, you, sometimes we don't know what to do. So it's like, oh God, let's let it happen. <laughs> let it just let it go. Let God let go. let let God let go. Let go and let God. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> but uh, if you guys liked it, please share it. Um, you know, and if you guys have any, if you guys have anything out there that you guys like to hear, uh, something you guys want to talk about, still need a guest. <laughs> Sorry, I coughed. I need a guest. A guest. Yeah. So definitely looking for some guests, guys. Uh, I, I really, I'm really enjoying all this and, but I really want to get someone else's input in here and, and hopefully share, you know, hopefully, you know, have someone with some experience, share some knowledge, uh, share some of their personal experiences and working in the, in whatever industry that they're going to, that they're working in. And, you know, obviously whoever I decide to bring on because it's, it's my, it's my podcast on the host, but guys love God, love each other. Oh, let me go back. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Nice watch patrol. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, NW Patrol. And if you guys happen to give a damn, check on the website, NiceWatchPatrol.com. I still haven't updated it, but I'll get to it. And um, you know, also, uh, like I said, if you guys got anything, uh, shoot me shoot me a ring, shoot me a call. If you guys got any questions, you guys want to sit there, you guys want to uh, get in, into uh, an intellectual, intellectual conversation, we can do that too. Uh, you guys, If you guys have a number, you guys know, or just shoot me a message, guys. Love God. Love each other. Let's change the world!